You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth chat, discussion and analysis of every Premier League match week and the Champions League as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and this is what we've got coming up in today's episode. Manchester United go top of the table after their 1-0 win at Burnley, followed by a preview of their big match Sunday at Anfield against Liverpool. Manchester City pick up another clean sheet and three points against Brighton. Spurs and Arsenal both drop points at home. And Sheffield United finally win their first match of the season. That's what we've got coming up in today's show. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Robbie, Manchester United yeah. top of mm. the Premier League table ahead of Liverpool by three points as we stand right now. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that big matchup, of course, coming on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But let's go back and look at the Burnley United game. Uh, Manchester United winning the game 1-0. Paul yeah. Bogba really stepping up with a lovely volley, a little bit of deflection. Um, but Man United, Rob, are on a roll. Yeah. And Man United are answering some of the questions that people like us posed at the beginning of the season, are putting a run of form together that people who win the title have to do. Um Winning at times when they're not totally on top of the games, winning when they should win, and all the the attributes that, that Manchester United teams in the past, and I think people forget sometimes in the past, Rob, that if, if those great days. Our memory sometimes does does send tricks on us. That you know, the, the great Man United teams that, that 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 played, that we played against, that we watched, that we saw, that we talked about, weren't brilliant every day, weren't mate. There were days when mm. we played and we thought, oh. Maybe could have won, but maybe couldn't have won, actually, because that's what they did. They found a way. They had individuals. They, they worked together. They, they dug in. This team is starting to show some of those traits. And I, and I think it's, listen, 17 games gone, 36 points, top of the table. Hmm. That deserves the credit that it, it, it should in terms of where they are in a difficult season for everybody, in, in everybody not having fans and COVID and 
obviously the the, the rise of, of of COVID recently and, and players being in and out and all those things, Manchester United have found a way to get top of the pile and deserve a lot of credit for that, Rob, because I, I think in the past we've at times been critical when it hasn't quite gone. And, and what mm. they've found now is finding a way to get those three points, which is the most important thing of all when you're playing Premier League football. It's about the points. Yeah, and they've won more games up to this point than anybody else. And, you know, maybe a little bit of a slow start again at Burnley, but we've seen this in the past where they've started slowly away from home and got on to win the game. They didn't go behind in this game. The mm. second half, Rob, I think I said it at half time. like that wasn't great for Man United, mm. but what we've seen and what we've learned up to this point is that sometimes happens with them and they get better and they dominate in the second half. And that's exactly what happened. Bruno Fernandes started to find the, 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 the yeah. spots again in between the lines, started to dictate stuff. Paul Pogba, Robbio, was in a different position. He played alongside Nemanja Matic. Now, we yeah. will preview the Liverpool game uh, in mm. a few minutes. Um, yeah. But Pogba was good, Rob. Was was was, involved, was the dominant. Like, it, it, he's such a difficult player to kind of put in a box or to because just when you think you know what enough enough's enough he doesn't want to be there he's inconsistent he's unreliable he doesn't play well all the time now for whatever reason whether it's injury he's, he's back to his best and, and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said he you know had a brush with COVID and everything else mm. but he he in in a in a defensive role was what you want him to be for Manchester United and I'm hearing Rob again. Ollie was talking about him after said that he's, he's he's probably having some of his best moments certainly of the season on the pitch, but off the pitch he, he he's important in that dressing room. He he brings something to that dressing room. I thought it was more like a powerhouse pub performance. We're starting to see there's a couple back to back now. We saw him um, recently put in uh, a dish performance, and we said, well, you know, can we can Pogba keep interested? He looks interested, Rob. He looks to me like the guy when oh, I said... They're, they're, they're in for a title. Is that, is that well, the real reason? He's well, excited well, now well, because they're, if, they're in, if, they're in if for... That is, if that is, is that is, is that what you're going to knock him for? Is that what you're going to say? Well, maybe that's what Manchester United have to do, Manchester United have to be. I have seen Kevin De Bruyne get frustrated when Man City aren't playing particularly well in the same way because, you know what, they're demanding individuals. They demand of themselves and their teammates, you know? Paul Pogba maybe doesn't do it in necessarily the right way. Paul Pogba has deserved criticism when he when when he when he hasn't been um, put in into team, but also he deserves credit on the other side. And, and if if being top of the table, if being challenging for, for trophies is what turns the guy on, I don't have such a big problem with that because that's what winners are. That's what people have said. Bruno Fernandes coming to the football club to, and done, and it's changed standard and it's got people around the room now. Yes. These days when Paul Pogba, at times, you don't know what you're going to get. That's the bit I, 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 I don't like. But in terms of, listen, if he's driven by trophies, Rob, if he's a winner, if that's your thing, you know what? I'll have a few more of those in my dressing room. Yeah, and also, I think, you know, we can argue about that point, right? About yeah. whether he should be a consistent player, given who he is and what he's done. But actually, I think United fans give a monkeys at the moment. They're in a title race. He's playing well. He's happy. Bruno Fernandes and, and Paul Pogba link up a lot together. Yeah. Who cares about the past? We got yeah. a real chance of winning this title. Yeah. Another three points. They win a lot of games. You know, I, I, you could argue that they've been a team of moments of individual bits of brilliance, which continues to happen, by the way. It's this, this week it was Pogba, and they've yeah. got some quality there. Rashford was a little quieter. He provides the assist. You know, Mason Greenwood's not been involved so much. You know, they, they kind of spread it around a little bit, but they're getting the job done. 
Um, I would say as well, Rob, just adding to that point, is that they can get better, by the way. They're, not, they're nowhere near potential. They're playing okay and they're winning games and they're having moments and they've got individuals who, who, who are... Well, where can they get better? Where can they well, get better? Where can they get better? Yeah. They can get, they can get better with their possession of football. They, they can get better with their speed of play. They can get better with their, and I'm not sure how it's going to go, they can get better with their attacking movements. Is Rashford really as dangerous on the right-hand side with Martial left and Cavani? That's going to be a front three. Is there a mm-hmm. split two that are playing Rashford and Martial or just Greenwood come in the picture? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm still not sure that that to me, when you, you looked at the Liverpool three or the Man City three that, that won titles, it was like, you know, Sterling, Aguero, and Mores or Sane. It, it was Mo, it was Mane, it was Bobby Firmino. I'm not sure those three are in that mould yet where you go, those three are the three who are going to get us the goals and they're, they're playing in that style. But that can get better. That might be something, listen, we've got, we've still got 20 odd games of a season to go. That can grow into becoming a really exciting front three with Greenwood to come in as and when. I think um, watching them right now and see where they are right now, and I understand the excitement, I understand what they can potentially do, Mm. but there is another half to the season. And all along, Rob, I know that we, and particularly me, have talked about good United, bad United. No question right now, it's good United. Mm. I'm still not confident that we can see this good United that that get stronger, that maybe do improve. Mm. And keep finding ways to win to stay there. I could absolutely be 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 proved wrong with that, of course. Mm. Do you get any more sense over the last couple of weeks and kind of grinding out a little bit and yeah. players doing yeah. something special? Mm. Do you see something that, that persuades you that they can stay here all the way through? That they have found a way to be consistent mm. um, and stay there, or do you think the bad United is going to? Which, which I got to yeah. be honest, I I still think there's going to be a there's going to be a dip-off that's going to cost them at the end of the season. What, what do you feel about that? It's interesting. So so one of the things I was starting to think about United is they may win the title not being the best football team. United have got at the moment... I don't know and that's is, OK. Yeah, and I don't know if this is a temporary thing or it could be something that, over time. They can win not playing well, which is a strength. Mm. And, and, and if they can add some performance to not playing well... Do you know what, Rob? They could they could win it, and it, some might say, "Well, it's not as pretty as Liverpool's. It's not as as exciting as Man City's. It's a title, mate." And and if that's mm. the way they've got to start to get back into it, um, I, I I'm as a Manchester. If I was a Manchester United fan, I'd be excited by the the, the thought that if Pogba starts to sniff it and, and gets excited, if Bruno Fernandes, who didn't play particularly well against Burnley, I thought, and, and it was interesting that you know Pogba stepped up, if you know, the Wambasakas and Luke Shaw start to feel like, wow, this could be my, my, my first child. If Baye and Maguire start to build, you know, there's lots of little things that can get better, can get 20, 30% better in this team collectively. All of a sudden, mate, we, we, we're, we're, we're in amongst it, aren't we? We're, we're in amongst it come the, 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 the running because this team have shown when they haven't played particularly well, they they can still win games. Liverpool probably have shown recently, haven't played particularly well and not won games. One of the big areas of improvement, Robbie Earl, is defensively. This team lost 6-1, wasn't it? Yeah. They lost 6-1 to Spurs. When you looked at Bailly and, and Maguire, and it's like, wow, like they, they had really bad days. Is that gone then? Are we going to see that again? I mean, can a, can a team and can individuals 
be improve that much. Again, there's just I've just got a few doubts because of mm. what I've seen. I, I know what you mean, and, 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 I've, and I've been saying for a while. Bailly's been a fine. Bailly, the, the Bailly that we see now, and, and what we don't know with Hoot Bailly is, is, is one bad mistake coming that, that sends him down another road. But listen, let's talk about where he is at the moment. Solid, dependable, aggressive when he needs to be. It looks like there's a nice relationship between him and Maguire. Um, Wan-Bissaka, we know, is an excellent defender at times. We criticise him going forward. Luke Shaw's playing probably as, as consistently as he's been for some time in United. All of a sudden, that looks like a four. By the way, the goalkeeper behind him has lifted his game, Rob. There was, totally. a, there was an area where we were saying, mm, not so. all of a sudden, he looks back. And I think that's what confidence gives. That's what winning gives. That's what uh, maybe a little bit of belief going in that dressing room. I mean, right now, Rob, they're sitting in that dressing room Looking down at the rest of the league, saying we beat Liverpool, we go six points hmm. top. Yeah, six points clear. Who deserves special mention for you, Mister Earl? I'm talking. I'm looking at managers here. I'm going to solve Charlotte. You, know, you know who deserves special mention? Who's my underappreciated oh, performer of the week? And go he's on, gone man. back to the wheel. And <laughs> when, when it's been right, when it's been right, and I think it, we, we've tried to be as fair and honest as we can. When it's been right, we've criticised him, Rob. We've criticised the lack of of team shape, the lack of, of of style of play, the lack of balance sometimes in chemistry within the team, the, the reliance on individuals. We we we've gone strong and we've detailed it. What we also should say is, listen, we've also, and I have gone back to the days of Sir Alex Ferguson when I've said the Jose Mourinho's, the, the times um, Pep Guardiola's and, and Jurgen Klopp's, you know, this Liverpool team haven't played too well today, but call they are not put it in and won a game. They have not found a way to win a game. That's what champions do. Do you know what, Ollie? It's your week this week, sir. Take a bow, have a big glass of red wine, and you take 17 games, top of the table. Your team are finding a way, not in always the most glorious style, but there was elements in that Burnley game where they had to hang in a little bit. Burnley were doing the Burnley thing. They, they've got they score a great goal with Harry Maguire that on other days goes in. They don't like that. Do you think? Do you think, do you think that was fouled? By the way, Rob, there's been mixed kind of like response yeah. to the Maguire. A lot of people I think felt it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I felt it was okay, but I understood why it was given, Rob. So I don't yeah. know if that's actually. If, if that's me heading, I'm 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 so disappointed because I've got up early and I'm I'm not really obstructing him. But the moment my hand goes on yeah. the, the back, yeah, that that becomes a problem. I think that's why it's not given. But as it happened, I was like, what a what a brilliant header that is from Maguire. So let's let's do move forward, Rob, okay. to Sunday. What is it? It's eleven thirty, isn't it? Eleven thirty Eastern 11:30 time. Eleven thirty Eastern time. Sunday premium. Uh, and I'll read out the Points Bet Sports book. Of course, the the partners that we use for all our odds. Yeah. Um, and this is what they've got so far. They've got Liverpool win is minus one hundred and six. A Man United win plus two hundred and fifty. A draw plus two hundred and seventy five. So they really think there's going to be a winner here, and they think it's going to be Liverpool. I've got to it's say, what's even, think... isn't it, Liverpool? It, uh, that, yeah, that it's pretty even money. money. Even yeah. money. I've got to say, in terms of value again, and I. I always see a little bit of value when I look at these odds. I think United's the value. Yeah, I think yeah. Man United away from home. Yeah, Liverpool. We don't know who's going to play centre back. We yeah. don't know what midfield is going to look like. We know there's going to be a reaction for Liverpool, Rob. And it's mm. such a. I've just we just finished a show there with Tim Howard, and we were just talking about this game, previewing it. And yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's the obvious thing to say, but my goodness, don't we want the fans in for this game? The biggest game oh. in English football. The two giants of English football. The mm. two, you know, twenty league titles for. 
for Man United, yeah. 19 for Liverpool, a chance to, if they can go back to back to get to 2020. I mean, it's going to well, be astonishing. It's a shame the fans aren't going to be there, of course. We've waited years for this, haven't we? Because back in the day when United were winning them, Liverpool weren't very good. Back yeah. in the days when Liverpool were winning them, United weren't very good. We get a chance back where the, back, the, the big two yeah. are back to the top two. And as you say, so sad that fans won't be in. Yeah, we'll, we'll, obviously, the next best thing is, is to watch it um, on Peacock on, on Sunday, 11.30. But yeah, you're right, Rob. And... and it's interesting with the odds that, that Liverpool are, are, are almost even favourites to win at minus 106 and Manchester United plus 250. Because for me, the values in Manchester United, the waveform's been been outstanding. The ability to hit on counter-attack. A, a Liverpool defence that you say is kept rotating and, and managing to hold things together. But if uh, United go and can dominate some possession and, and play on the front foot, you, you wonder what might happen there. Um, it's such an interesting one, Rob, because... The incentive for United to go six points clear is huge. It's absolutely huge mentally and for the football club and for Ollie and the group of players. I think it's a massive thing. For Liverpool to know, to, to, to say, OK, this is a day we will we'll put a stop to, to, to United get, getting too carried away. They are the champions. They're going to want to hold on to it. The last person they want to lose the, the title to would be uh, Manchester United. So... It's all there for you, for us, mate. It's absolutely mm. all there for us. Um, my gut, and for some reason, my gut tells me, says to me that my, that Liverpool won't lose this game. I don't know why. Just yeah. something about what, what's gone on, what's happened over the last few years, mate. Well, if you just think about it, right, from, from Liverpool's point of view, and, and what's been great about Man United, it, it's really one player. Stop Bruno. Mm. Stop Bruno mm. Liverpool. Now, yeah. um, again, we're not sure who's playing centre-back for Liverpool. Yeah. If that, in, in an ideal world, if Van Dijk's back there and others are back there, a Fabinho or a Jordan Henderson, yeah. get around yeah. Bruno. Him out. Yeah. Because if you, can, if you can stop him getting the supply of the ball, which is not easy because he's clever mm. and he'll go, he'll go in, yeah, in, he drifts in wide out, areas yeah. to, get yeah. to take, go away from that guy. He is the key player, isn't he? He is the key player. And if you can stop well, him... That Pogba ball, though now, Rob, doesn't Pogba give you another problem? An informed Paul Pogba gives you a problem now, mate, as well now. All of a sudden, that's what United have. Will Ole Gunnar Solskjaer play Paul Pogba yeah, in the middle of midfield where that's he's not interested? Absolutely plays him. million percent plays him. Not, not, not in the middle of park, he doesn't. million, million percent Pogba's in the start. No way. Life. How yeah. can you go? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. but not not in the oh. middle of the park. Oh. Not side by side. He'll play, he'll play that left role. He'll play the left role. Not totally convinced. Might be a diamond. Not, not wouldn't be surprised to see a diamond with Bruno no, in the two in the front two where he counter attacks. Wouldn't be surprised to see that. I think if Pogba plays to the left hand side. You know, you got Rashford. You got Rashford to the right, and Cavani or Martial up front. I just don't know. I I, I think it's got to be McTominay and Fred away from home. Robert Anfield with a midfield. Yeah. Normally, well, Liverpool. You could get McTominay and Fred with a diamond. What I'm saying. So yeah, McTominay, I, 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 Fred, Pogba, Bruno in front two. Don't think he'll mess around with a diamond. Don't, I don't. I mean, there's been there's been ups and downs. You know, they've they've got it with this four two three one with Bruno in the number ten. I I, mm. I know what you say. I just don't know whether that's going to happen. Thiago Alcantara, it's yeah. time for him to step up for Liverpool, Rob. I just wonder if he's going to be part of that midfield for Liverpool that can dictate the play, that can absolutely yeah. run the game. He's not a shut down, is he? He's not a shut down of Bruno, in fairness. He's a get on the ball and yeah, start to make him play a little bit, little bit. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and I think Liverpool fans now want to see him. Want to see yeah. him because we all know he's a, he's a world-class player. It looks like he's okay again. Mm. So I think, you know, in, in just trying to figure out this game, I think United defensively have got to be excellent. Yeah. Liverpool's front three that's been off a little bit. Yeah, them come, needs to fire a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the midfield area is going to be super critical. Sure. Can Thiago start? Can he dictate the play? And can they stop Bruno on the counter-attack? That, that for me, is going to be the main kind of things to watch out for in the game. But it's going to be a fascinating game, all to play for. Come on, Liverpool. If you, yeah. if you, you yeah. can do it's, it. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a test. This is the tester. Um, pressure's on and uh, look, yeah. can't wait for that one, mate. Sunday, uh, as you say, 11.30 kickoff um, on Peacock Prime. Uh, huge game, huge consequences at state. And is this the first step back for United to win the title since the great days of Sheriff? I'm going for Liverpool to the win. You, what do you what do you say? I said Liverpool not to get beat. Um, I'm not sure yet. I, I've got to have a few more days get my head around yeah. it. Yeah, I'll, the closer I get, the more I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get my feelings. But um, okay, mate, let's move on. There were some of the games this week. Manchester City yeah. are creeping, Robbie Musto, are creeping <laughs> back into the title race. Third in, in, in the table, 16 games played, 32 points. So four points behind with a game in hand. Uh, and Manchester City are getting the job done. Phil Foden is becoming an integral part of what we've seen now for Manchester City. Um, not quite the expansive scoring three and four and blowing teams away, but getting the job done, having to overcome, I thought, which was was, was a plucky Brighton team who continued to play good football and continued yeah. to represent yeah. the, the team and the manager well. Unfortunately, not not quite getting enough points, which is, is my slight worry. But uh, City are, are going to be there or thereabouts, mate. They really are. There's no question. I mean, the, the only there's there's one part of the footballing puzzle that's not there, and that's the consistent striker goals. We know the reason for that. We, you know, Jesus has been out. Aguero has been out. If one of those, probably Aguero, if he can get back in the number nine position, um, I thought there was times in this game, Rob, they missed a number nine. I know the false nines worked pretty yeah, well, and, yeah. and this game was was super fluid, by the way. I mean, I, if you just sat back and watched that game, you got players popping up all over the place. Yeah. I mean, really, really was. I just, I just thought he lacked a little bit of, of a centre forward. Um, mm. Everything else is good. Football's good. Midfield players are scoring goals for them. Yeah. Fall over. Phil Foden, he's got eight goals in all competitions. A top goal scorer at the football. Ten now. Ten, I mean, ten, I read. Ten, ten in all competitions, I think. I thought it was eight. Oh, well. Yeah, eight, eight goals in all competitions. Top scorer, 20 years oh. of age. That's what I've got written down here. Mm. Um, and the other thing I want to talk about, just real quick, and it's the same th- theory... I had a really good look. So in the studio, we've got the tactical camera. Yeah. I had a really long and good look at those centre-backs. Yeah, I've got a clean sheets. Clean sheets, yeah. Clean sheet. We saw a couple of individual bits from John Stones that was excellent. Yeah. And there's no yeah. question now. He's in, he is in tip-top career-best form. But more than that, more than that, and I, uh, and I ask you and I ask everybody, listeners or viewers, mm. have a look at the two of them. Have a look mm. at the two of them off the off the board. Just watch them. They are intense. Yeah. They are connected. Yeah. They're yeah. synchronized. They're yeah. focused. They're concentrated. They are pointing. They're, there's something about them that, that you get in the, the synergy now of two players playing really mm. well. But then it just feels like they want clean sheets, Rob. It feels like yeah. they are they are directing and and even one of the shots. Oh, who was it from? I think it was Trossard. 
Yeah, the Trossard it was, yeah, the Trossard one, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mope went through. Johnson, yeah. Yeah. They're taking a pride in these clean sheets. They're taking a pride mm. in their defensive best defensive record in the, in the Premier League table. And I just, I just, you know, people to watch them. Watch him yeah. because yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I saw that against him. And, and I know exactly. Like, Alza in, um, absolutely. In tandem. It's really interesting because I remember, I think it was last week, week before, I did a little, there was a little ISO and I did a little John Stones and said, you know, while he's playing well, look at this, the other side. And he was pushing and he yeah. was pointing and he was pulling people up and all that. It's really interesting that you said, because again, we can look at things on the tactical camera, keep an eye on, on little bits that might not be always picked up by the, the, the main camera. And what I get the sense with John Stones is, Rob, is that he's now enjoying the responsibility. He's always the one before who's been told, John, come up, John, go back. You do, you know, he's always been the kid, hasn't he? He's been like the apprentice and somebody's been, it looks to me like he's enjoying being the guy. But, but, but playing well. But playing yeah, well is well, well, and, and, and maybe that's a, but maybe that comes from playing well and the confidence. Maybe when you're not on top of your game, you just you feel like I'll just get on with my own job. I, I ain't exactly. going to bother tell anybody else. Well, you can't, can you? If you're not playing well, you yeah. can't start ordering people and being that that kind of leader figure. So maybe the the confidence has come on the back of good performances, trust from his manager, keeping out Laporte and others, and now all of a sudden he's playing well and he feels. Yeah. Important. He feels important yeah. enough yeah. for this club without Vincent Company and some other big name players mm. to be the guy defensively. And that, you know, is great. I, I tell you, really, really good to see from a guy, you know, also for England, Rob. It's an England fan. Yeah. He's, he's, I he's, mean, he's, wow. He's an he? he's, he's, at his best, he, he's, he's in your first 11. Yeah, at his best. He's, he's the first. He's trying to back on the, yeah. you know. So I really, really, I mean, I'll keep talking about him, don't we? But why not? Why not yeah. talk about him? And it's just really interesting to see somebody go from really, like, mm. dodgy, low confidence, mistakes, yeah. like, to, to to change. It's just, it's amazing transformation. Isn't it um, funny? Like, confidence and momentum, you talk about it. Phil Foden's obviously got it now, feeling a part of things, scoring goals. He feels like he's going to be an important part. John Stone's the same. Ryan Sterling, Rob, to a sense, and I wouldn't say, he's not having a nightmare period or season where things, but... Just maybe a, a slight dip in confidence. The penalty he puts over, he comes on as a sub. Not quite as sparkly. The goals haven't quite flowed in the manner that they did last year. Been a bit in and out this season. Not quite. Maybe hasn't played in, in a set position with a set structure and all those things. Is, is, mm. is he, has his level just dropped this season? He got 20 goals last year, Rob. 20 Premier League goals. He's got four in 14, mm. three assists. Absolutely right. I think it's pretty obvious that he isn't quite the same player at the moment, but all players yeah. have a little bit of yeah. a dip. What I would say is if Man City are going to continue and they are going to try and win this Premier League title, yeah. I'm not sure you can get away with a with a non-existent striker. And, nine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, one of your scoring wingers that isn't at the top of his game, you know, that's put a lot of responsibility on De Bruyne and, mm-hmm. and Phil Foden and Gundogan. Yeah, yeah, to win a title. So I think he's going to need to, to get, and he, and he probably will. You know, yeah. he probably will. But, but you're right. He's, uh, he's a poor penalty, Rob, wasn't it? Why didn't De Bruyne take it? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know whether don't they're know. to kickstart things. You never know what goes on in the yeah. dressing room. But yeah. yeah, not quite right. But as you say, plenty of games to go. Players having sort of maybe a little dip, short pre-seasons, maybe a little bit tired from, from summer. Um, yeah. We'll see how that kicks on it uh, as we go. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... The charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Let's move on to another team who've kind of... Lost a little bit of their fizz, I would say. Tottenham Hotspur, um, you know, managed to, to do the job in Marine in, in, in the FA Cup. But sixth in the table now, Rob. Six points behind um, Manchester United. At a time when Tottenham, at one time, we were talking about Jose in this group and making the step. Yeah, winning the title. Spurs have become the Spurs under Jose. Can, can, can score goals, can look tight, but eventually going to give something away. Aerial... Threats in it defensively seem to cause them goals. In matter goals, and they go back to Schlupp, I think, Palace. I think it's Sayes against Wolves. It was, um, what was the other one? There's was, was a couple of, of others now. Balls in the box. Liverpool, I think it was Liverpool, it was Liverpool, Palace. Yeah, Firmino, Palace, Wolves, yeah. and now and now Fulham. Balls in the box, not being defended well. Uh, Cavalero was a really good header from the Luckman cross. But again, Spurs have... Jose, I was listening to his interview after because I wanted to see, and he said, not good enough, but good enough to win. So he said, we didn't finish the job off, but we had enough chances to have done it, but they can't keep a clean sheet now. Yeah, I mean, this the, the disappointing thing is, Rob, let's be honest about this, right? We know how they play. We know what, yeah. what Spurs yeah. signed up yeah. for. But Fulham, you know, at home, you're 1-0 up. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't feel good or look good, I'm sure, yeah. to the Spurs fans, that they sit back and try and see out a 1-0. Yeah. That's been, like you said, three, four, five times. They've conceded yeah. so many. They've lost points from winning positions. I think, like, one of the most in the league or whatever. I think there's a stat yeah. that we rolled out today. And you just think, you've got you've to gotta try and score more. You've got to try and dominate more with the ball. Fulham, absolute full marks to them. Played really, really well. But scoring, going one up, Robin, sitting back yeah, and watching Fulham yeah. dominate at your stadium, mm. it's 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 not a good look. And, and it, like you said, he has to jump Terry back there. Sorry uh, to go in. It's okay, I think, if the result, if you get the result, I think it, everything's done by okay. Well, we did sit back and we got the one nil. But sitting back and then not having and and he seems to have the confidence that he, his team can do this, and 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 then. They, they basically aren't up to it. They're not that as comfortable. They're not as robust. They're not as solid as his teams in the past. So from the opposition's point of view, you get you build up your confidence. You start having more chances. You start believing more you're going to get goals. And people sort of say, well, the game was should have been won in the first half. All these chances that Spurs created. No, because as soon as they scored one of those chances, they'd do the same thing. Yeah. So if one of those early chances goes in, 
It's not as though yeah. Spurs were going to continue. They did that at Wolves, didn't they? Scored in the first yeah. minute at Wolves. And then score, and as soon as that first goal goes in, oh, great, here's the three points, boys. Mm. And also, by the way, just in terms of the lineup, Rob. Yeah. Harry Harry Winks is, you know, alongside Hoybert. Moose has yeah, so mm. done really well as right. a central midfield player. Why play him right midfield yeah. at home against Fulham? When you've got, by the way, we're going to have a conversation with Gareth Bale. Why, when you've got Lucas on the bench, you've got Bale, you've got Lamella, you've got other... Why Moussa Sissoko right midfield when you want to create something? Can you explain? Well, he, like, he looks Sissoko and he, he want, he, he, he'd rather a warrior in there than somebody who's going to... Going to in, a, in, a, in, a, in a goal-scoring wide creative position? Hold on, this is a Jose team. That's not a goal scoring wide position. That's a defensive holding right sided. I mean, he changes he, he changes the look, doesn't he? And he's happy to do that, Rob, if he gets his his, his clean sheet. But in in that respect, he, he, he's got it wrong. He makes that's a bad call. If you keep the clean sheet, it's well, you know, it wasn't uh, too adventurous, but we got the job done. But when not, when you need to create, when you've got one goal and somebody gets it, and you've got to find another way to another. Sissoko's not going to be that guy. And you also take Sissoko out the role that he's been outstanding in for you next, next to Hoiber. So one player that would love to play wide right, Robbie O. <laughs> oh, Gareth. Gareth Bale's becoming our new Mesut Izzel, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it brought in a great expense. Was sat on a bench thinking, yeah, you need another goal. I'm, I'm here. Mm. And yet, Lamella came on, Vinicius came on, Gareth Bale sat on the bench. Why, Robbie O? Why? What's the point of bringing him into the club? Is he that bad? Is are we finding out why Real Madrid wanted to get rid of him? Is he not ready to play? Is it Jose's style? He's, say, he's saving him, must he's saving him? <laughs> I mean, seriously, mate, Listen, that's a lot of money. I know, I, I know but, but, but but the, I mean, when you look at it, no, and but, I still think no, but, Gareth, yeah, no, I think Gareth Bale will, still has a role to play. Whether that's going to be starting in Jose team or coming on, I think more likely. In some respect, this was I think this was a signing for the fans in the football club and less for Jose. I think it, it was the fans getting a, a, a hero back. I think it was for the, for the dressing room of the club to get, you know, that this world-class player who's been one of theirs, who's gone away and had a little bit of a bad time now, he, he's brought him back in. But I don't think ever Jose was thinking he's a starter for me. He doesn't. On everything you've said and everything in terms of the way they play and everything that when Gareth Bale plays in a team that gets one goal and then wants to drive on and go and show you how he can get the second and put the game away. Not Jose Mourinho. I, 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 it's just bewildering to me. And, I, and, I, and at the first few weeks and months, Rob, I get it. Let him settle in. He's got to get back to fitness. And But, I mean, I know he's played in other competitions. I just think the Spurs fans will, would, in this game particularly, and by the way, this is another home game. And, and it's such a, you know, it's pressure playing at home. And whether it's Arsenal, whether it's Spurs or wherever it is, Man United, if you're not playing at home, it's a different environment. The fan, what are the Spurs fans, I'll ask you the question, what are the Spurs fans now thinking about a manager that, to be fair, has gotten to a League Cup final? What they really, yeah. really want. Are they okay with it? Are they going to stay patient, Rob, in terms of a Premier League challenge or a progression to get to that point, uh, even though the football can be a little... Dire, and again, this is this is what they signed up for. But uh, uh, how 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 patient with the Spurs fans? Uh, be, I guess everything's about the final outcome with Jose uh, for me, mate. Everything's about the final outcome. If he wins the League Cup, do you know what? We'll we'll we'll, we'll oversee some of the other things. If we finish in the top four, 
we'll oversee some of the other things. If not, the, the, the stick's going to come and, and the criticism's going to come and the style and this isn't Spurs and he's trying to do it his way and it, it doesn't work. Because they don't, they try to do it the other way with Pochettino, being on the ball, being progressive, playing great football, being good on yeah. the eye, and, and they missed out. They, they, were, they were this close at times. They were yeah. the Champions League final. They should have won maybe a title the last one, and they were this close. So they go the other way. They go right, the, the ruthless guy, the guy who gets it done, the guy who gets it over the line. I'll put up. They'll, I've got good friends yeah. who are Spurs fans. Too much I'll about put it. Up with it. I'll put up with it. But he's got to land it. He's got to bring the titles. He's got to do what he's brought in to do. And if he doesn't. They'll jump on him, mate. They're ready to go. Time for my underappreciated performer this midweek. Mm. Somebody I played with. A manager. You're oh, a yes. manager. I'm going for a manager. Scott Parker. Underappreciated. Talented. Mm. Are we finding out now about him and what he can do? That first game of the season where they lost to Arsenal 3-0, yeah. it yeah. looked like a lost cause at that point. Wow, what a good job, Rob. What a, what a good job. What a difficult job for a promoted team with a, lot of, a ton of new players looking way off the pace initially to find a way to use different players and systems. We've said it before, but it keeps going. It keeps going. And I think it's now is the time for me just to say, wow, well done, Scott Parker. I mean, I mean, not not just in the second half, but all the way through the game, a team that looked like a really good team, played really good football. Defensively, he's got something going on. Defensively, they are pretty good. I looked at their before this game started. Their defensive record is very, very strong. Um, going forward, they've got a threat. I thought Ruben Loftus-Cheek was fired up to play in this game. Um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, it's hard for these young managers. We're seeing it now with Frank Lampard. We're seeing it with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. We're seeing it with these young guys. You're kind of learning on the job a little bit. I mean, Scott's been a manager for what? Very, like one and a half, almost two yeah, years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, he had promoted, of course. He had a little stint in the Premier League before. Um, but I just, you know, I think it's right for us to, to point something like that out, a club that's not not one of the giant clubs and somebody that, that could have a good career. You know, are we looking at somebody, you know, he's emotional, Robin. Even his interviews today, so emotional that might be something that, that after time kind of he dwindles away a little bit. It probably should. But I've got to say, every interview now, you look at him and he's he's so serious and he's so fired up and he cares so much about it, which is great because um, the pressures that come with the job are obviously huge. But I just wanted to give a shout out to Scott Parker. Good football, defensively great, made them better in so many different ways. And I get it. They're still in the relegation zone. But I tell you what, they look a better team than certainly Newcastle United, Brighton Hove Albion, mm. Burnley finding a way. So, you know, we talk a lot about the top teams, Rob. They play better football than Crystal Palace, must be. Yeah. A lot of teams are there. Yeah, a lot of teams. And you're right, a good shout. I I remember seeing him in the playoffs come up. He was in tears as he got the team up. And you talk about that that emotion, and and I hope he keeps emotion. I liked how he fought for his football club when he thought that the two days of February, I like that. that, You know, he's not just sucking up to Jose Mourinho in the league and being there. And he's shown, and, and as a manager and as a player, I'd look at him and you say... He's done exceptionally well. They've they've, yeah. they've got a chance, mate. This time of Spain in this league, yeah. they they've got a really good chance, and uh, it's a really good chance actually. Because first couple of games, I'm thinking, oh, they, they, they're out of the know. league here. I know. And, uh, he's done I a know. really good job of making them serious, of people respecting them, and, and respecting his football club. So, yeah, yeah. good shout. Uh, two managers this week are underappreciated performers of the week: Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at Manchester United and Scotty Parker at Fulham. Let's move it on quickly. There's a few more games, mate, just to, to touch on Arsenal. Um, 
not the greatest game, I'd say, against Crystal Palace. One of them where I think both teams take a point and, and walk away. I heard somebody say it's one of those games where I think if you play and you just make sure you don't lose, but it wasn't, wasn't an awful lot of, of great football in there. Um, Arsenal, obviously, still missing a few people. Thomas Porte back in in the squad, which is a boost. Hopefully, they'll, they'll start to get him back on, on the pitch. Gonna Jatter, actually, I thought, again, put in, put in a decent yeah, performance. Always is my favourite, but at times he shows that he's committed to it and he wants to get things right. And I think this is where at Arsenal are, Rob, that they're a work in progress, they're a transition, they're starting to work things out in terms of where you know, Kieran Tierney, which is a loss, he's become a really big player to him, and just his drive and his energy. You know, he's starting to remind me of Rob in a way, and I know he's a slightly different player. It's a bit of a Stuart Pierce. Remember back in the day, like from Left side back, somebody who gave the team heart and drive and, and a little bit of physicality. Mm. Yeah, I thought he was really badly missed, particularly today, because Palace kind of give you the wider areas. Um, the only thing, Rob, like, and, and, I, and, I, and I, there's, of course, there's positivity around Arsenal about the last three or four results. They won in the FA yeah. Cup as well. And you think, oh, OK, here we're going to go. I still, and I'm pretty sure I said it on the show a couple, like a couple of weeks ago, I still look at the team sheet and think, hmm all right, it's all right, and they've got some results and they've stopped the bleeding or whatever. Um, but today was a bit of a... I mean, reality checks maybe is a little bit too strong, but they're, 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 they're improving, but they're a long way off. I mean, you yeah. just said it. The way you described the first, what you said there, Rob, about, you know, kind of no one wanted to lose. This is Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. There's one point behind these two teams. They've played 17 matches. They're mid-table. Are you saying... Well, mid mid table teams are happy with the point each. Is that where we're at with Arsenal right now? Yeah, unfortunately we are, mate. Because the the the, the other side of the coin is we've seen them losing games and looking like pff, all of a sudden they they, they could be 16, 15, 16, 17 in the league. We, we're not seeing. It, it shows a size of job that needs to be done. It shows that there's a there's a huge wheeling out process of, of getting some players out. Robert, this thing needs yeah. cleaning up. It, it doesn't clean cleaning up. And it's going to take some big and, and my my what do I say concern my my slight issue is is Mikel Arteta going to be ruthless enough to 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 do some of the things that's needed in a clean up? Well, it's between him and Edu. Yeah, yeah. Those two have been given yeah. the keys. Yeah. They've been given yeah. you, you, you rebuild it. Yeah, and and there's there's been a lot of turnaround at this club. I actually spent this morning before the game having a really good dig around of recent happenings around the boardroom and directors of footballs and head of footballs, people coming and going. And really since Arsene Wenger left, Rob, even Gazidis yeah. came and left for AC Milan. And God, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of transition, a lot of different opinions. Edu is now, he, he's taken control. And I saw interviews with him saying, I want a, I want a lean team of recruitment. All these head scouts and, and guys that have done great jobs at Arsenal have gone. It's Edu with a small bunch of people they use this um, this analysis stat company. I think they yeah. bought it. They own this company, and it's more. It's a lot based on stats in terms of who they're going to recruit. Of course, they watch players as well. But it's all and, and Arteta. You talked about inexperienced manager Edu had a lot of success with this at the Corinthians yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. A lot of success as a director, and then he went to the national team of Brazil where he didn't do so well. And now he's into this job at Arsenal. So, in some ways, two Arsenal greats. Maybe a little yeah. strong, but two, yeah. two Arsenal guys, but but fairly fairly inexperienced in their yeah, roles. Yeah. But I, I don't mind that. I like it. Let's see. Let's see what mm-hmm. happens. Uh, Edu's done some good work. Yeah. You know, some questionable work with some of the other guys that have been there. But I think he's trying to clean it up. He's trying to get the recruitment 
like lean and effective and good. But you're right. There's still sifting out. There's still players that need to go. As Urza looks like he's on the on the, the, the verge of leaving the club and a few others. Uh, I just thought it was interesting, Rob. That That's where the club is right now. And Arsenal fans will have to be patient because I kind of like I like the way it is right now, but it's going to take time to get fill that squad with the quality needed to, to be a top six, yeah. top four team. It's like the way Arteta wants. That it, it, it's a couple of years away, isn't it, from a yeah. good, a good, good recruitment. You know, yeah. and if you get three wrong, we've seen with Chelsea, you get one or two wrong, and it can it can hold you, you back. Can, it can, yeah, yeah, they can struggle to get rid of them. So a um, bit of work for Arsenal right. to do. Put in a piece. Um, let's move on to a good story this week. Chris Wilder, Sheffield United. Have won a Premier League game now. I, I said a couple of weeks ago when when I was on the show. I think it was Sheffield United were playing. I think it was Palace or somebody. And I said, you know, you don't want to be that team, Newcastle United or that team. I had a, I had a text from a good friend of mine, Newcastle fan, um, during this game or towards the end of this game, and he said, "We're going down." And I know there's been there's been some real frustrations with Steve Bruce as a manager. And I think when you see last season, you know, the big picture, the fans that aren't that close to it will say, you know what, Steve Bruce done well. Rafa Benitez, you know, regarded, did well to keep him up. Steve Bruce comes in and, yeah, does pretty well. Starts the season pretty strong, gets his five wins pretty early on. But when you watch the team and you do look closer at it and you do now start to point the finger and look at games like this, it is starting to be alarming. They're getting close to the bottom of the league table again. They got the five. When, you, when I see five wins, I'm like, wow, that's kind of early to get five. Because Steve Bruce said to us once, Rob, on a phone call, that ten, he, always looks, he always looks to get with 10, get with 10 yeah. wins. He probably he got his five thinking, we're going to be Whoa. okay. They might not be okay. And they might get sucked into it. Now, there might be two worst teams. But we've just talked about Fulham that don't yeah. look a worse team. West Brom might be one team that are worse than Newcastle. Sheffield United... I, I really don't think get out of it. So it, it might be one spot and they might escape it. But I get it. I get it. The Newcastle United are in trouble. It's just whether the board and the ownership say, we're spiraling downwards, we stick with this guy, or we look to make a change. How many weeks, how many more results, Rob, are we off of that being a legit conversation that has to happen at St. James's Park? I think a way away, personally. Yeah. I, I don't think, think my castle will do it. I think he's thinking more about trying to sell a club. I think it'd be more likely when somebody comes into the football club. I think Ashley will feel if, he, if they can just stay in, that's all that matters to him. He'll get the money. I, I don't. I don't think there's any ambition at the football club. I don't think you see what, as, as the team is set up. There's any real ambition. I mean, Callum Wilson must be looking going. Really, this is what being a number nine for for, for Newcastle United's about. I mean, if they, if they didn't get him, Rob, if they, what if they didn't have him? Is it eight, eight goals? I mean, it'd be ridiculous. And listen, Steve, Steve Bruce got they've got 19 points, Rob, which, is, you know, all of a sudden, they and, and every now and then, they pull out a result. They, they win a couple of yeah. games, and all of a sudden, they can yeah. be 26 and find themselves mid-table and enough, you know, to, to float around that bottom end and stay up, which is why I think they'll do that and why I think uh, Steve Bruce will, will, will stay in the job. But for Newcastle United fans, it's like a slow death. It's like an absolute. I, I, I look at the. I do look at the points, Rob. And yeah. I hear you, but there's a long way to go. There's a long mm. way to go. I mean, right well, now, you're going to get 30, 30 odd points. I mean, you, you look at Newcastle. Three wins 
in, in, in 10 more games, let's say. Yeah, they won't do that. You... Who are they beating? Yeah. They, they can find a way every now and then. They, they come up with a, with yeah. a day. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned than you, I guess, that, that yeah. this could get a little bit emergency situation. But we'll see, mate. We'll talk. We'll retouch this in a, in a week or two and see where they're at and see what results they've got. I'll give a bit of love to, 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 to Chris Wilder because he said, he was asked after, sure. how long have you been waiting for this? And he said, every minute of every hour of every game, I've waited for this result. And he's had to endure that bit of criticism. His, his team have probably embarrassed him and themselves at times in the way they've won. They've got to win one. It, it, it's five points. They're nine points away from safety. Is there a chance? A couple of people have said, you know what? I'm not writing them off. Oh, well, the slimmest. And it will be the great escape to end all great escapes. I can't see it, mate. There's no, for me, no chance. For me, no chance. I mean, there is a chance, so I shouldn't say that. But my goodness, I mean, that's a long, that's a long way. If they, won, if they went on a three... If they won the next three games, let's just say, uh, bear with yeah. me for for real. Yeah, yeah. Win three or you know go on a three game run. All of a sudden, you could say, "Wow, they're back in it." They give themselves yeah. they've almost had one of those runs, haven't they? To give themselves a chance. Yeah. And I tell you what, they got to do, mate. In my opinion, is play Billy Sharp. He's a mm. scorer. As soon as he comes on, he makes a run in behind. He's a scorer. He's a scorer. And sometimes your older players. You know, they still. I looked at him, Rob, again closely. Whenever the ball's in and around the attacking area, he gets himself to the middle of the goal. He's always there or thereabouts. He made the run in behind. He puts a pressure on. He gets a penalty. He scores a penalty. Play him. Play him more. And I know they spent money. I know there's five strikers that are uh, chomping at a bit, and they've all had reasonable opportunities. Play Billy Sharp because he's a scorer. And there's one thing they need right now is just a guy to tap balls in, be in the right place at the right time. You know, I, I. you know, I, I think fair play to him. There's a reason he's a club legend. There's a reason he gets goals consistently. And I know he's not, it, it, with his situation, you wouldn't expect him to be an important part of it. But maybe he is going to be of it. And maybe he has to be one of those two. We often play two strikers. He made this game happen. He helped the three points. And, I mean, I still think it's, it, it's still crazy to think they've got five points after 18 games, one win, 15 losses out of eight. Anyway, but, but no, may, maybe it's time to say, well done, finally. Chris yeah. Wilder, and I think you're right. They've got it's now. They've got to go on a, a crazy good run. Yeah, and I think they are. They did a look that they played the weekend. I did see the game. They've gone into an interesting game at the weekend coming up. Oh, they're at home against Spurs, Rob, That's on right. Sunday. Yeah, Spurs. yeah. So do you know they're what? Rob? Yeah, just if they get it going a little bit, there's a little bit of confidence back in the camp. Where the Billy Stott. Billy Sharp starts or comes off the bench. He can, he's got that kind of influence, as you say, where you think the goal might come. Come on, Ryan Brewster, show us what you can do, lad. You know, we paid £30 million for you. Come on, kid. We need you. Um, <laughs> let's move it on to Everton Football Club, Robbie Musser. There's no DCL, no Dominic Cabot-Lewin, but absolutely no problem in the end. Everton got the job done. Hammers back in the team, starting to pull the strings a little bit. Of the goal by... Uh, Alex Iwobi, who's, who's yeah. looks like a more player, uh, nice shape for, for, for them, and got the, got the job done. Michael Keane, another centre-back, Robin Musto, who is starting to play to, to his potential and, and a bit more responsibility uh, against the Wolves team, who still can't quite, for me, work it out with, with, without big role, Jimenez, as a lead man at, at the top of the pitch. Yeah, Michael Keane almost made my underappreciated yeah, yeah. consideration for player. Um, 
brilliant header, by the way. What a really good header it was. Um, then you're involved back in the side. You know, Everton are kind of sneaking. They're, listen, same game as Liverpool. Yeah. One point behind them. One point yeah. behind Liverpool, Everton. 32 points. Just four points behind the leaders, Manchester United, right now. So continue to get results. Continue to, 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 to find ways to win. And that hasn't been the case of Everton. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely right. We this is going on going on at the same time as a uh, time as another game. So, but we did the highlights. We looked at the goals again and some of the movements. And Everton, well done, well done. Some of those players, the injured players, are getting back now. Those fullbacks, I think, are both back now. Yeah, didn't um, he play? Didn't he? Yeah. Hamid's back now. I love mm. watching him play. We talked about him on the award show in terms of a, a good signing for Everton. Um, Cavaloon is out injured, isn't he? Right now, so they've got to find yeah, a different yeah. solution. Yeah. Charlotte and I saw came into the game, so. No, they keep they yeah. keep uh, they keep doing well, Everton, and they're right there. Right there. I just think that's a testament to good management, Angel Angelotti, and he's a proper good manager. Yeah, yeah, he's a proper good manager, and um, you're never going to see him get carried away. You're never going to see him under too much pressure. He's he's been around too long now, and I think that that helps his players right now. But he wants his star players back in back fit again. And they can push on. They can absolutely push on. Andre Gomez was was a cross. I remember yeah. him back for that. Yeah. Yeah, he's an important player. Not always yeah. started recently. So when all those guys come back again, Everton fans can really start getting excited because they're in a good spot right now, and they could get better when everybody's fit. Yeah, absolutely, my friend. I think that's where we're going to wrap it up ahead of um, a big weekend. So important fixtures this week during the midweek. Some serious consequences at both ends of the table. At the bottom, Sheffield United won a Premier League game. Hey. And Manchester United went top of the table at this stage of the season for the first time since the great days of Sir Alex Ferguson. So it leads us on to our next podcast. That's going to drop on Sunday, January the 17th. So that's after the big one, when first place, second, Liverpool v Manchester United, where there's points, pride and possibly titles on the line. Can't wait for that one. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe and stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. Good night. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.